0: Hello, I'm Philip Stoughton. I'm here at Productronica 2023, and I'm joined by Niklas Schweitzer of Schweitzer AG. Nicholas, thanks for joining me. Uh, I just wanted to, before we start, tip my hat to your father, who was just such an important man in this industry, and I enjoyed spending time with him very much. Let's, let's talk about you and let's talk about Schweitzer. Give me a very short, potted history.
1: My name is Niklas Schweitzer. I'm the CEO of Schweitzer Electronic. Um, we are not a startup. Our company is 174 years old, um, and I'm the sixth generation of the Schweitzer family who is running the company. Uh, Basically, we are today the oldest PCB manufacturer in Europe, uh, and from a size perspective, we are number three. We are mainly focusing on high-tech PCBs on the power side, on the chip embedding side, on the sensor side, and our main customer area is automotive.
0: Yeah, I mean it's bit, it's an interesting sector, isn't it? And you know, I've been in the PCB industry for decades. I remember probably about the um, uh, around about two thousand. It was a significantly larger industry, and much of it's gone to um, gone to Asia. We're seeing this interesting reshoring phenomenon generally in the electronics industry in the EMS, and it's. There's a lot of government emphasis around chips, around semiconductor, but the PCB industry is very, very important. How critical do you think it is to bring back and increase the volume of, of PCBs manufactured in Europe? You're absolutely correct. Uh, PCB is a very crucial technology. Uh, as it is
1: a transformational technology for all the goals we are setting for ourselves for uh, the climate change and uh, the net zero uh, impact we want to reach. So basically looking into the numbers uh, just spanning between 2000 and 2022, for sure the global market increased by around 88% when it's about volume. But when you're looking about the footprint of uh, Europe playing in the game, uh, we are coming uh, from... I would say about 600 PCB manufacturers down to 170 nowadays on the one hand side. And we're coming from a 20% market share, global market share, to only 3% nowadays for Europe. So looking into the the locations where PCB is very, very strong, also from a resilience perspective, for sure, uh, Europe has a lot of tasks to do to regain the strength and ideally reach again 20% of global market share
0: yeah i mean that would be that would be i mean that's a significant growth in in europe it's pretty clear i guess that it's been all about all about price and when i look at printed circuit boards and i compare them with the ems industry one of the challenges with pcbs is they're just really easy to ship around the world they're relatively compact and relatively small do you think that's why significantly more printed circuit boards fabrication has gone offshore compared to, say, contract manufacturing?
1: Yes. This is uh, basically one of the reasons, I think, why uh, why Asia, why, why especially China is so strong, meanwhile, when it's about market share, when it's about size of uh, participating in the PCB industry, it's about 55%, which is produced in, uh, in China. It's about 80%, 85% when it's about uh, production volume in China and Southeast Asia and Asia, excluding Japan. Um, for sure, it's a, it's a small, it's easy to ship product. Uh, Nevertheless, I think also the question of awareness, how crucial this technology is for innovation, for uh, development of a country, is not yet understood to an extent where it should be. Uh, So looking into the comparison of the semiconductor, uh, where we see with the resilience actions, with the CHIPS Act that we see in the US, that we see in Europe, that we see also in other Asian uh, countries, uh, Europe still has a way to go, also including PCB and the EMS industry, uh, into these thoughts about resilience, about innovation, leadership.
0: Yeah. We can only have a successful manufacturing renaissance in Europe if we do have the whole supply chain. One of the challenges that I see with with um, with, with various parts of the supply chain, including semiconductor, but maybe including PCB as well, is that As we've allowed or as it's happened that all that business has gone offshore, a lot of talent has gone with it. So if we want to gear up and aggressively grow our business in in Europe, is talent available? Is there enough talent to be able to scale to to meet demand if demand increases? This is a challenge in general, especially when it's about R&D, so
1: all the... Uh, the PCB community nowadays, and you know it better than I do, uh, is located in the Asian hemisphere or um, in the, in the, more in the American hemisphere. So it's also a part of our duty to really engage with young engineers, with young talents um, and may, make them eager to, eager to work for the PCB industry. But at the end, uh, it's our own obligation to train them, to teach them uh, in our com- uh, companies
0: what about the role of automation in that? You know, we look at automation in in the SMT industry, in the EMS industry to maybe mitigate some of the talent shortages, but also to make us more competitive in higher labor cost regions. Is that something that's also reflected in the PCB industry? I think we came quite far. Also, our competitors
1: came very far in in Europe. Uh, Automation is one part of it. Uh, the other part of it I think is, and this is an opportunity I also see in the artificial intelligence, uh, is really to um, to improve the software side of PCB production. For sure we are still very hardware driven, we are very equipment driven, uh, but incorporating more artificial intelligence into our processes to at the end also improve quality As well, for sure, the quality level is very high in Europe, and this accounts for all manufacturers uh, putting the AI more into consideration in the PCB industry as we find it already in the semiconductor industry more elaborated is one key part to also free resources uh, on the engineering and on the talent side.
0: So let's let's have a little uh, dive into how we can perhaps improve a lot of the PCB industry in Europe. I guess one thing is is demand. It's, it's having the EMS companies that buy from China, it's the OEMs that buy from China, having them understand the importance of it. How can we do that? Is it simply about communication?
1: Basically, first, it's awareness created by communication, I think. So if everybody understands from a political level, from an industry level, uh, from a general level, that PCB is not only a not so important uh, part of electronics, but it's a transformational technology which only enables all the targets, also especially as Europe that we uh, set us, when it's about decarbonization, when it's about a net zero act. This all for sure needs semiconductors. But as we know, without a PCB, without the EMS industry behind, the best chip doesn't work. Yeah, Chips absolutely. don't
0: float. Yeah, absolutely. They have to be. They have to be connected. Um, you're active within the trade associations yeah. within the indus- within the industry. What's their role in in bringing bringing awareness, but also actively perhaps lobbying and, and and having a role within within government and within legislation. And do you see them having some success?
1: Absolutely. So basically I'm also the chairman of the association PCB-AES which uh, takes into consideration the PCB, the EMS and the ISS industry uh, for Europe, uh, for, for Germany, for Switzerland and for Austria. And we are the second largest trade association in Germany behind the VDMR um, and we are strongly working on creating awareness on a political level in Berlin but also very strongly in Brussels. Um, and from my perspective, we are already achieving the understanding and the awareness in this community uh, how important PCB really is. Yeah.
0: And when you look at when you look at goals and ambitions, obviously you mentioned getting from a little bit over two percent to closer to twenty percent, a ten a tenfold increase, which yes. which would be absolutely amazing in itself. What timescales do you set yourself for that? I mean, this is a this is a a, a, shi- a ship that sailed east over the last twenty years. How quickly can you turn it around and bring it back? So, as the tendency
1: is still decline in the global market share, because we also assume uh, kind of growth in the next years on the top line on the global level, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. First, we have to uh, bring the turnaround. So, stop declining. Yep. This is the first target we are having. Second target is uh, to uh, yeah to restrengthen. Um, the existing PCB companies in Europe uh, and let them grow and regaining the market share they recently have. What I would also appreciate, um, and this accounts then for the existing companies, but also for potential companies investing in Europe uh, to create an investment friendly environment, especially it accounts for Germany, uh, to really pull in other companies. Um, and to convince them that investment in Germany with all the environment, with the the great innovation, with the great institutions, with the great universities is worth doing. So I don't think, I'm very frank and honest on this, that this tenfold growth can be only done by the companies existing currently in Mm -hmm. Europe. We also need the eagerness of international companies, Americans, or wherever they come from uh, to start investing in the European Hemisphere.
0: Yeah, I think that's really, that, that's really interesting and I think that's really important and, you know, when I look at companies like yourself with your with your huge history, you obviously have a significant role to play but you need young, innovative, vibrant companies as well that are going to kind of bring new ideas to the whole process. You mentioned the kind of environmental side and sustainability when I look at shorter supply chains and I look at manufacturing for the European consumer market in Europe, one of the things that attracts me about it is the sustainability side. Is that something that you're finding customers care about? And is that a card that you can play in this, in this discussion? This is a twofold topic, I would say.
1: So on the one hand side, for sure, our customers and uh, we are around 70% uh, automotive supplier, so uh, very, very strongly embedded in the automotive on the tier one and on the OEM side. Uh, for sure, also in the high technology, sustainability is a very important topic. In Europe, it's a very important topic in, uh, in our customer interest. And I really appreciate that this is the case. Um, what I would appreciate is that these expectations or these needs account for everybody around the globe. Yeah. So that when we are talking about the CO2 footprint of a PCB uh, all suppliers are measured with the with the same kPIs. Yeah. this is number one and secondly, for sure uh, Europe has a very very strong yeah eager to uh, to regulate yeah. so what also has to has to be done and this on a european and on a, on a national level uh, is to decrease regulation and report uh, reporting obligations. Yeah. Um, the sense behind I understand. But the question of overwhelming regulatory environment is something which at the end also may bring others, international companies, away from investing in Europe.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't want a, a burden of uh, red tape that makes it that makes it difficult to invest and dif- and difficult to grow aggressively, which is which is what we want to see. Nicholas, thanks so much for your time. Really interesting topic. I think this debate's going to roll and roll as we get as we get into twenty twenty four. But in the meantime, thanks very much. We'll talk Thank again you very soon. Much.